0: Enjoy!
1: Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International denomination with over 3,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and an author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 500 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt
2: Mills.
3: Hallelujah! Oh, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise! I can't hear you. Celebrate the goodness of God. Give the Lord another mighty shout of praise. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. The Bible says, how shall they hear without a preacher? How will they be saved without somebody going to preach to them? We had a very powerful prophecy at the mountain of the Lord camp that the earth will be filled with fruits, hallelujah I believe God is going to use us to reach people from everywhere, from every nation, from every tribe if you believe it, shout amen hallelujah, I want you to put your hands together for our first great train testimony, coming from our brother Philio, all the way from the UK do it better for him, I can't hear you clapping oh, keep clapping keep clapping Philio, what has God done for you? amen, hello, amen. my name is
4: from First Love University of Birmingham.
3: What's your testimony about?
4: My testimony is about a great change of possible. So when I was 13 years old, I started smoking weed with my friends. And um, fast forward to when I was 14, we started experimenting with different, different types of drugs. And there was one drug called Black Mamba. And we, we smoked that one day after school, and it gave me terrible, terrible hallucinations for... After you
3: tried that very one, started having hallucinations Hallucinations
4: there that day. Um, And it felt like it lasted for days. And then after I sort of came down from it, I I couldn't tell living my normal life what was real. If I was talking to a person, they were really there. My mind was just completely broken from it. So I started drinking alcohol when I was 17 years old. Um, And around that time, I started having panic attacks as well. I just didn't know what was real around and then I came to university and I grew up in a Christian home so my parents would force me to go to church but I didn't really like going so when I came to university I stopped going completely and when I stopped going completely I couldn't sleep at night because I would have nightmares and every night at 3am in the morning on the dot I'd wake up covered in sweat there's a pool of sweat in my bed and I'd be my heart would be racing so one day um, during the summer holidays in between first and second year I heard my parents praying in their room. And I just thought to myself, let me just go in there because I've been living this life for four years now. So let me just go in there. So I went in there and I asked my parents, just pray for me. So my dad said, go on your knees and start saying the name Jesus, Jesus. So I just went on my knees started saying Jesus. And as I closed my eyes saying Jesus, I could just see the cross. I just started saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. In your parents' room. In my parents' room. You knelt down. Yes, I knelt down. Uh And then afterwards, I told him everything I was doing. And my dad said, you need to give your life to Christ. So I gave my life to Christ that day. Uh, he gave me one of his bible and said, "Start reading it every single day from today." So I started doing that, but I was still a bit somehow. I would come to church, but I would be late and I would sit at the back, and I wouldn't talk to anyone. I would just sort of sit there, listen to the preaching, and go home. It wasn't until I came to a camp called Candle in the Dark in the UK, preached by our.
3: Pocket. Oh, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise! Are you happy that we have camps?
4: Wow! You
3: came for Candle in the Dark. Yes,
4: I came for Candle in the what Dark. And when Daddy was going to everybody, asking their testimony, saying what everybody has been through, I remember I was standing on one of their chairs and I was just, I felt like crying because not only had Jesus saved me, but he had saved all these thousands of people. He thought you were the only one who was saved. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't really appreciate it until I saw that other people were being saved mightily as well. So now by the grace of God, I've changed. I'm now a center director. I just want to thank God first and foremost for my salvation because I should have been in hell by now, right now. I should have been screaming, burning in hell, but he saved me. I don't know why, but he saved me. And I want to thank our daddy as well. Daddy, from, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for coming all the way to the UK to preach a camp just so someone like me can be changed. And I want to thank my elder my shepherd, Lizzie P, as well because... She she paid for my accommodation, she drove me there, she got me the t-shirt. All I had to do is pack my bags and show up at the spot. So yeah.
3: Oh, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise and put your hands together for that powerful testimony. Let's receive Jonathan to share the next testimony. Really better for him. Keep clapping, keep clapping. Hallelujah. Jesus can change anybody. Shout anybody. Jonathan, tell us what has God done for you.
5: Uh, my name is Jonathan and I'm from First Love Aston in the okay. UK. Yeah. What's your
3: testimony about?
5: My testimony is about a great change that God did in my life. Um, so, I grew up in a Christian background and went to church every Sunday. But everything in my life kind of changed when I went to university. Okay. Um, so, I thought that I was just going to go to university. I'd be bad, but not too bad. So, you know, a few girls here and there, you know, nothing too much that I couldn't like, bounce back from. Yeah, but the devil had different plans. So, um, he really targeted my weaknesses. Um, I'm quite a friendly person. I find it easy to make friends, but um, I, I fell into the wrong crowd and I started getting myself, like, finding myself in trouble. Um, so the first time anybody ever shot at me with a gun was university. The first time anybody ever tried to stab me was university. I was just living life fast, selling drugs, doing fraud, everything, anything, anything you can think about, I was doing it. And um, so I got to around um, February time. Um, I got a call from London that one of my friends had stab- was stabbed and died. One of your friends. Yeah, one of my friends from London um, got stabbed and he died. So um, I told myself, what am I doing? But I hadn't been to church since I got to university, which wasn't normal for me anyway. And then, um, so I just told myself, okay, there's a church service coming up. Let me just go. So I went to the church service and the pastor was saying, listen, this Sunday is going to be the hardest Sunday in the world for you to go to church. And I remember it got to that Sunday and in the middle of February, like UK weather is weird, but it was snowing. Like the snow was just heavy. And I was looking at the snow, I was looking at my bed, I was like, am I really gonna go all the way to Birmingham just for church? But I told myself, yeah, I'll go. And I sat at the back. I remember um, Apostle Daniel was preaching. Um, yeah. And literally then I just decided that um, I'm gonna keep coming, I'm gonna keep coming. Um, I left for a bit, I didn't come again. Then in the summer I had a dream. I had a dream that I was in First Love Aston and I had friends there and I was just thinking to myself, okay, so from September, I have to make sure that I'm in church. So yeah, um, from September, I've been in church by the grace of God.
3: And how did your life begin to change?
5: Um, my life really changed when I joined the Besontas. So I joined the film stars. Yeah, the film stars, they, they were a massive family for me. They really took me in. They looked after me. I got new friends. I was in a better environment, which basically made me better. So yeah, um, by the grace of God, um, since then, I've been made a center director at First Love Aston. Yeah, um, so I just want to say thank you to Prophet. Because if you had not answered the call all those years ago, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Um, I want to thank you because you gave us Bishop Richard, you in turn gave us Apostle Daniel. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just I'm just really thankful to God.
3: Hallelujah. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. And let's receive our next testimony. Oh, keep clapping, keep clapping, put your hands together. God is going to turn your life around. Jesus Christ is of the world is going to become your
6: personal savior, amen. What's your name and where are you coming from? Hello, my name is Terry, and I'm from First Love Northampton. <laughs> What's your testimony about? So, my testimony is about the great change, um, how God has changed my life. So, um, I was born in a Christian family, um, and everything was okay. I, f- well, I felt everything was okay, and then I decided to go to uni. Um, But when I wanted to go to uni, I had the the mindset that I wanted to smoke, um, drink, party, basically have fun, what I thought was fun. Um, So I went to uni, I went to Northampton University. The first day that I came um, to the uni, I met someone from First Love and they invited me to church. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll come. But I didn't come that Sunday. I didn't come for months. Um, So during those months, I didn't go. I found the wrong crowd so I was um, introduced they introduced me to weed um, drinking heavily um, to the point where I would sleep with people just to get weed Um, and I was getting really suicidal Um, I wanted to kill myself I didn't see the point of living and then one day my friend was talking to me because she went to festival of stars um she went to festival of stars uh, yeah do you some outreach program? Yes, please. It was a, uh, um, and she was telling me the testimonies about how someone changed. And she said that, oh, you really need this because to the point where I was smoking every single day, like I couldn't, I couldn't live, like I f- I was very dependent on weed. Um, so I went to the church the following Sunday and lady pastor Esme, um, she was preaching. Um, but I was, because I, w- because I was smoking, I didn't really understand what she was saying. So are <laughs> high in this in yeah. service yeah. You will not be high in this service In Jesus name Amen. If
3: anything you'll be high on the Holy Ghost
6: Amen, Amen. So she was preaching And then she made the article Out of nowhere I stood at the front And I was crying And I gave my life to Christ And I was like wow I, I just i don't know i felt like a burden was lifted and then i kept on coming week after week and slowly and gradually this like i stopped smoking like i don't smoke anymore like i don't have suicidal thoughts i don't need to sleep with someone just to oh, get weak.
3: give the lord a mighty shout up i thought you will be on your feet and clapping for jesus the
6: savior of the world by now wow what a blessing I'm so grateful to God and changed you. I'm so grateful to God, and I just want to say thank you, Bishop. Thank you so much that you um, decided to tell Bishop Richard, Richard to come to the UK, and that through Bishop Richard, I was able to go to church in Northampton, and I was able to receive my salvation because if not, I would have been dead, true, like really and truly, because the weed was controlling my life, and I really want to thank you, Bishop. Thank you. Hallelujah. Put your hands
3: together for that powerful testimony. Let's welcome Onumbe. it better for him. Keep clapping, keep clapping. Oh, keep clapping, keep clapping.
7: My name and where you are coming Hello, my name is Onumi and I'm from First Love London. Okay. <laughs> my name is Onumi and I'm from First Love London. I just want to share my great change testimony. Okay. How God has delivered me. How God has broken me out of bondage, of masturbation, out of pornography, and fornication. And has delivered me from atheism.
3: Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. Yes. Please. It's not easy. Not easy. <laughs> Shout, Eye! yeah! Oh, no, I'm going to take it again. Okay.
7: So, at the age of three or four, okay. I was um, touched by an older girl that was around seven or eight. So, I started to have a desire to have sex even though I didn't know what sex was, I'd be dreaming about sex. I'd be looking at girls thinking, oh, how would they look? How would they look with their clothes off? At some small, small, small boy age. That's, that's what I was going through. That's what I was um, thinking about. And then it developed. It went into um, desiring into masturbation. I didn't know how to masturbate, but somehow, some way I found myself masturbating in, in my bathroom over nothing. And then it just kept going on from there. And then it went into a case of that. I went into babe station on my skybox at home whenever i'll come home from school i'll turn it on and then before anybody else is home I'll, I'll be watching it i'll be there just watching it and then it went on to pornography it went on to pornography it went into a case that my ps3 that i used to use at home just be at home chilling i'll be um what's good i'll go i'll go onto the website and i'll just be searching on um, um porn websites so i'll be watching that constantly and then from that case i said oh In the case, in through all of that, I started thinking, oh, what will happen when I die? Out of the random, out of randomness, I just started thinking, what will happen when I die?
3: Were you a Christian?
7: I wasn't a Christian at all. I didn't believe in God. Nobody ever told me about Jesus Christ. Nobody ever spoke to me. You didn't believe in God? No, not at all. So you started
3: started asking yourself
7: questions? Yeah, I started asking myself questions. Started thinking about what will happen when I die? And my mind was telling me that it's just darkness. It's just black. It's just nothing. You won't be able to know that you're even dead. So continue. But then inside of me, you see a case of that no that's not true there is something you're going to you have you're going to go somewhere so then i started thinking about okay where can i find out the answers so i said okay let me find myself and go to church so then i I went to sixth form and so i I was there's a girl that i saw then i started to pursue her started chasing her and everything and then i found out that she was going to church as well so i asked her to take me to church And then from there, I I didn't believe anything that the the pastor, Reverend Alfred Gatti, was saying. I didn't believe anything that he was saying. But then over time, after six months or so, the prophet came to England for homecoming four years ago. And then from there, I said, okay, no problem. I'll give my life to Christ. And then the following week on a Sunday, I gave my life to Christ there and then. And then from there, I was still struggling, still fighting my battles, still facing so many different um, trials and uh, temptations. And then it came to a point when I heard Bishop Richard's message. On the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit and your ability to love, and in that message, you spoke about how love in itself is different to lust. So the girl that I was chasing, the girl that I was sleeping with, and everything, um, after a while, I realised that no, this isn't love. This isn't this isn't correct. This isn't right. And then this is lust. This is is, is nothing. So then I said, okay, I'm finishing it. It's finished. It's gone. I don't want to have a relationship anymore.
3: You broke up with your girl. I broke up
7: with the girl right there and then. After listening to that message, I broke up with her. And then by the grace, everything that I was suffering through over the masturbation and the porno- pornography, everything just started fading away. Little by little, it just start going away and away and away. But I just want to thank I just want to thank God for what my salvation. What do you salvage. do in the church now? So in the church I'm a Bessenti leader and I'm a dancing star.
3: Wow. Yeah. But yes. Are you grateful God changed your life?
7: I'm so grateful that God changed my life. I know for a fact that I might have been gay. I don't know what it would be. But the way that it was looking, it would be a case that is going to increase and increase and increase. Just looking at, at the pattern. But I, I just thank God for my salvation, for opening my eyes to know that He is real, to know that He is there, and to call me. I'm so grateful and I want to thank you prophet for coming to England for, for thinking about young people for thinking about somebody like me I thank you so much and I thank Bishop Richard for preaching the gospel constantly and I thank you I thank Reverend Alfagati for taking care of me to always being patient for me and Elder Teriro but also for looking out for me when I was in Manchester.
3: Amen put your hands together for that great testimony and may you also preach the gospel to other people and let's receive our final testimony from Anissa all the way from First Love Manchester Do it better for her Keep clapping, keep clapping Hallelujah Anisa tell us what has got done for
8: you Hi my name is Anisa and I'm from First Love Manchester And my testimony is about my salvation And a great change So as some of you already know I was born into a Muslim background A very strict Muslim background I was born and raised Muslim okay.
3: <laughs> What happened? Um she was born in a Muslim background. Yes. Shout here.
8: Yeah. What happened? Um, so at the age of five till the age of 11, I was sexually abused by my cousin. And at the age of 13, I was raped by my friend's uncle. Um, when I was about six years old, I tried to tell my mom about my cousin, but she didn't believe me. Instead, she shouted at me and she slapped me and said, a little girl like you, where are you getting these ideas from? So when I went to university, um, when I moved to York for university, I carried all these burdens with me. And whilst I was at York, um, I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to fill myself up. This hole that I have in my life, this void that I have, I'm going to, you know, fix this. So I started drinking. I started going to clubs. I had a boyfriend. I, I always thought that, it would be a man that would heal me. It would be a man's love that would change me. And I would be, you know, he left me and <laughs> I just became worse. And um, it was a downward spiral. I lost the friends I had in York. Um, my studies were affected massively. Um, my, I had family issues as well. My grandmother was trying to get me married to my cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, it was. you last... couldn't get any
3: comfort from home too?
8: No, nothing. Um, so I was completely alone. Um, and it was this time last year where um, something told me, get out of York, just leave this place. So I decided to move to Manchester and go to university in Manchester. So I started university in September, and everything was going well. You know, my studies were getting better. um, You know, I had good friends. Everything was good. I had no reason to not feel empty or not feel not at peace, but that peace was still missing until around February time. I was just like, what is it? And I realized it was God. I was missing God. And I didn't know how to turn to God. I had no idea. I was so shameful. I was like, I've, I neglected you. I forgot about you. What do I do? Um, so I didn't know how to turn to God where one, one afternoon I sat on my bed and I just cried. I said, God, just, just bring me back to you. Show me. Just help me in some way. I don't know what to do and I can't live my life without you. I can't do it without you anymore. That's when I'm, the following week, I met my shepherd Kojo and he invited me to church. So when I went to church, um, I felt, felt God's presence. Something was being lifted up and I just cried. I just remember, I just cried, but my heart was hardened and I was scared and I didn't want to let go of my religion Islam. So I came the following week to church again. Um, and I just, I just asked, why am I keep coming back to church? What is it about, I'm Muslim, why am I coming to church? Um, So I started praying about it. I said, God, whatever it is that you want me to do, show me the truth. I will put whatever I know, my knowledge, my whole life, everything that I've been taught from my strict Muslim parents, I will put everything to one side. Just show me the truth. I will follow whatever you want me to follow. If it's Islam, that's the truth. I will follow Islam. If it's Christianity, that's the truth. I will follow Christianity. Just tell me. So that Sunday during the altar call, I was just praying whilst the altar call was going on and my hand went up and I gave my life to Christ and I had no idea, no idea at that moment when I gave my life to Christ how that was going to change my life because did I never thought that these burdens that I had would, I would ever feel whole I never thought that but through scripture through my quiet time, through prayer and through realising that Jesus loves me you know I was right all along when I was growing up that a man's love was going to change me, it was Jesus' love all along
3: Give the Lord a shout of praise. If you don't clap your, never will conclude you didn't understand what was said. So give the Lord a mighty clap and a shout, and give the Lord a celebration that He saves and he turns people's lives around. Hallelujah! Wow. And he said you were praying that God will make your relationship with your family better.
8: Yeah. So it wasn't. It's not been easy. So I, um, I gave my life to Christ at the end of March four months ago um, and I invited my brother and his girlfriend to church um, and they came and within 20 minutes after 20 minutes of the service they left and my brother went home and called my mom and also my brother went and called my mom and said you've lost your daughter there these Christians have taken your daughter <laughs> say goodbye to your daughter you're never going to see her again she's gone and my mom called me angry, saying, you will never see my face ever again. Even if I die, on the day of my funeral, you will never see my face if this is what you've decided to do, that you're giving your life to Christ, that you're becoming a Christian. Um, and my sister, who was at home, she was just telling me that um, my mom's been crying a lot. Um, she said that my mom told my dad that I, I converted to Christianity. And she told me that my dad cried. And my dad never cries. He never cries. So when I heard this, it broke my heart. It actually broke me. And I was so close for my parents, because I love them so much. I was so close in giving up my salvation. So close. But I didn't. My shepherd, Kojo, told me that, just pray. And what it did was it brought me closer to God. Because I needed God more than ever now. I was just praying all the time. Give me comfort. I needed the Holy Spirit for comfort. I needed scripture for comfort. So I was praying all the time. And a few weeks later, my mom was talking to me again. I was praying that, you know, they soften their hearts, that, you know, they're, they're okay. And the fact that I'm standing here, I'm Ghana, with my mom's permission.
3: Yes, this it.
9: Give the Lord Almighty a mighty
3: shout of praise. You are in Ghana with your mom's permission. With
8: my mom's permission. She knows. She knows. Wow. Um, it's not been easy. It's not been easy. Um... I'm still praying for my brother, still doesn't speak to me. Um, and yeah, but
3: grateful to God that He changed you.
8: And I will never stop praying for them because it's my turn now for them. I need to pray for their salvation now because I cannot see my family go to hell. Amen.
3: Amen. God will save all of them. Amen. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
10: Find such peace with you. I feel so safe with you. Oh, and Lord. Jesus, you know my name is Ida. Please write this name in the book of life. Oh, today I belong to you. Oh, I am born again. I belong to Jesus. For making room for me I
8: wanna
10: my life Saying thank you My salvation I am in your hands Lord You found me in a mess You wash me white as snow Give me the salvation My salvation Serve you anymore? Not anymore. Jesus, I wanna thank you for my salvation, for making room for me. I wanna live my life saying thank you for my salvation. I want to serve you Jesus Lord I want to be your favorite child I want to please you Lord This world is so very dark Everything is not what it seems to be But I want to be your favorite child is the one telling you what to do oh i know about the other job Jesus, Savior of the world Jesus, Savior of the world This is the day of good news This is the time to preach about Jesus Christ This generation of Christians responsible for this generation of souls, lost people, they matter to God, so they must matter to you. The I want to thank you Lord I want to praise you Lord I want to say it well I have no proper words That can express the feelings That I have for you Lord To show my gratitude I am so thankful Jesus There is no angel, no no one that can No one
11: We have had powerful testimonies But it's time for my favorite part of the service The Bible says Come ye all that labor and are heavy laden And I will give you rest Tell your neighbor You have come to the right place And God is going to give you rest The Bible says in Acts chapter 10 verse 38 That how God anointed Jesus With the Holy Ghost and with power Who went about doing good And healing all that were oppressed of the devil church this morning, God has anointed a prophet for us. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said God has anointed a prophet for us, and the word that you are about to hear is gonna drive every demon, it's gonna drive every sickness, it's gonna drive every oppression. Oh! And if you are excited, make your loudest noise as we welcome the servants of God, prophet. Jack, he won't
2: Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His Word. Hearken to the voice of God to thee. Is there anything too hard for me? And put your trust in God alone And rest upon His Word For everything, for everything Yes, everything is possible with God Nothing is impossible When you put your trust in God When you're trusting in His Word talking to the voice of God to me Is there anything too hard for me Then put your trust in God alone And rest upon His Word For everything, for oh, everything everything is possible
12: with God.
9: Father, thank you that everything is possible with you. Thank you for changing our lives. Thank you for blessing us as we are before your presence and your word. Turn us into your favorite children, Lord, whom you love. Give us a fresh anointing We ask We thank you Lord In Jesus name Amen Amen. You may be seated How many are blessed to be in church? How many enjoyed Ida's music? Which song do you love best? Favorite child Which song do you love second best? Protocol of the palace (laughs) Jesus savior of the world And which song do you love third best? Wow Is it not beautiful? Are they not beautiful songs? Very beautiful You know It's right for you to be happy In church about the nice things Because they are nice Yes, they are wonderful So it is appropriate for you to be happy If you are not happy Rather there is a problem with the mental There is some kind of, I don't know Psychiatric or psychological Psychologists can see you after church Hallelujah Now today I'm just going to Share with you We've had a long week And we have had all the songs are preaching The songs are preaching Even the dancing has become preaching Yeah, it's amazing Now ask your neighbor Who is sitting by you What have you received so far As you you are, you are in church What have you received so far If they haven't received something, then I think there is some problem Tell your neighbor, I'm a psychologist In case you need help, I can help Today I am sharing with you about a fresh anointing Psalm 92 verse 10 But my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn and I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Psalm 92 verse 10 My horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn and I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Now The horn of a unicorn, we don't really have unicorns now, but the horn of a unicorn, the horn, the horns are the, the, um, what do you call it, the uh, symbol of your authority and your existence, your kingship. And God is saying he's going to exalt your presence and your authority. You know, some of you came to church and no one greeted you in a special way. Because they didn't know a great person had come. So they just passed by you. But with this fresh oil, your horns will be exalted. And now tell the person next to you, did you did you know that I was a great person? Ask the person, did you know I was Ask your neighbor Did you know that I was sitting by I mean Did you know that you were sitting by A very important person Did you know It seems you are not aware of Who you are sitting by Tell your neighbor If you knew the gift of God You would have asked of, You would have asked me for certain things Wow. You know, like the last song that Ida just sang, there's no angel, there's no one that can thank you, God, for me, what you have done for me. How many agree that there's no angel? And there is no human Can say thank you well For you For what God has done for you Even to be sitting here You would have been a kebab You see next time you go and buy kebab Look at it well And look at this How you would have been in hell An everlasting roasting Hey So make sure you go And buy some kebab after church to see what God has saved you from. Roasting in fire. Now. God says I'm going to anoint you with fresh oil. Amen. How many have ever cooked? Somebody gave you food. Maybe if fried egg that was smelling of fish. Have you, have you experienced that before? A fried egg that was smelling of fish it, The egg smells like a fish huh? <laughs> Do you know why? Because of the oil they use They use the oil that has been used to fry fish An old oil So it has made the egg smell of fish Is it right? some of you have been operating on an old oil so you are in the fish era when we have moved to eggs yes so you smell of some the old things you know the old type of praises where you praise God without dancing you are still smelling of the fish oil You are smelling of some old things. But in Christ, we are always moving on. And he's always doing new things for us. So God wants to anoint you with fresh oil. And today is the anointing of fresh oil. Now let's see the effect of this fresh oil. Verse 11. My eyes shall also see my desire upon my enemies. And my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. Now, one of the things that you must realize is that when you are young and you hear somebody talking about enemies, you think that the person is vengeful or wicked or he always has somebody that he's not happy with. But as you grow, you realize that life is full of enemies. And by the anointing, you will hear the news you are expecting to hear about your enemies. One of the news you hear about your enemies is that they have become your friends. Yes. How many said something bad or heard something bad about me, but now you are here hearing something good? You see now you hear something bad, then you are now sitting here. So that is my desire, that my enemies will join my church and pay tithes and give offerings. Wow. Maybe one day one of my enemies will even buy a car for me. Hallelujah. Verse 12, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon You are going to flourish Your life is going to improve More and more Like you will do well You will not get any strange disease You will not go on admission You will not be paralyzed You will not be sick You will not be depressed You will flourish Receive it Receive it Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of the Lord. And the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. Amen. Now, one of the things about palm trees is that they are able to grow where there is not much water in harsh environments. So I don't know which family you came from. Whether like our sister you came from a family that did not believe in Jesus. Or whether you come from a a family that are not spiritual. Or a family that are against your life. Against God in your life But what God is saying to you is that You'll be like a palm tree You know When you go to the Beach You see only coconut trees They are converting the salt Into drinking water Yes You see if you are thirsty You can drink coconut water And the coconuts Are by the beach where the water is, so the ground is salt. So it takes in the salty water and converts it to drinking water. So you are going to be converting the impossible to the wonderful. Yeah. The prophecy you believe is the one that you will experience. Now, number fourteen. They shall still bring forth fruits in old age they shall be fat and flourishing so even though you haven't reached old age but if you have reached old age old age starts from about around 40 yes, old age starts from around 40 in our first life church when you are 40, you are among the elderly people Middle age starts from around 29, 30. Then by 40, you are an elder. You are an established elder. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible has good news for those above 40, they shall bring forth fruits in old age. So you'll be surprised Some of you are going to be happier As you get older in the Lord Instead of becoming more Squeezed up in your face You are going to become happier Bearing more fruits In the Lord Amen I am bringing forth fruits at my age I mean, look. I just released some new books. Do you have some of my new books? You don't have any of them here. I had, I just released a new book. In my old in, not in my old age. I mean, this is the spiritual age. From old age, you go to spiritual age. It's called spirit age. Anointing age. Yeah. So. God himself is doing wonders. As you get older, you will understand what you believe more. Like our sister said, when she gave her life to Christ, she didn't know what it meant. And some of you are here, you don't know what it means. But as time goes on, you are going to understand that finding God was the most important thing. In fact, some of you are going to find out that finding this family of God Was the most important find in your whole life Yes You're going to find out But it may, not, it may not appear to you now As to what it is But God himself is going to show you Now They shall be fat and flourishing Yes Fat and flourishing Now fat doesn't mean overweight It means fat enough. You are going to be, all the sisters will be nice and round enough. Some of the sisters are skin and bones. Soon you are going to be a bouncing Bugsom beauty. Now, whenever the Lord Releases his anointing. Wonderful things happen. How many believe all these wonderful prophecies? I think today is just a prophetic service. Isaiah 61. When Isaiah received this fresh anointing, he announced it. And Jesus also announced the same words. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives, the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that morn. Amen. Amen. Now, any time you receive a fresh anointing, wonderful things happen. And the freshness of the anointing on your life is seen in preaching. Yes. I want want to tell you something. Your qualification for preaching is not your goodness. If you are looking at goodness of people, you won't even read the Bible. Because more than half of the Bible was written by three known murderers. Moses murdered somebody and he was wanted for him. He never even went to court. And then... Uh, David, murdered his assistant and then married the wife, which is quite also a serious thing. And then the third murderer was Paul, who supervised the killing of Stephen. All right? And just as those who killed Jesus were murderers, those who killed Stephen were murderers. And the supervisor of all murderers, the murderers, was Paul. So if you are looking at what people have done. And like, oh, you, this one I saw, he's done this. This one has done this. This one is like this. This one, you know, I know this person. If you do that, you can't receive. Because if you go to the library of the anointing in Mampong. How, how many were there? How many visited it? Beautiful. If you go there, you see that almost everybody there has issues. But God was using the people with issues. So don't the other person who has issues, apart from the people in that library, and apart from the guys I mentioned—Moses, David, and Paul—the other person that really has issues is you. You get it? Huh? Yes. You are thinking of somebody who has issues. You have issues. How many have a whole lot of issues? You see the testimony of our brother who was speaking. He said that he took a drug and he went, the head was coming to explode. And then he didn't know whether, when he was talking to somebody, whether the person was real or not. He started to have hallucinations. You know, you see, that's the effect. And he started to become depressed and have so many, there are so many issues, you know. You would think that when you are young, there are no issues, you know? The issues can be even more because of your feelings. You see, when you are young, you have stronger feelings. And you have more dreams. And more imaginations. And more sensations. How many have been having sensations? And desires. Desires. And imaginations But I like the song that I just sing He says all my dreams and all my hopes You have made them come true And that's what's going to happen to you Jesus Is going to make all your dreams and all your hopes come true Amen Now Every anointing Fresh anointing When people announce I am anointed God has anointed me I have received a fresh anointing It comes with preaching. So everybody here must become a preaching person. Whether you preach to one person or 1,000, you are a preacher. And fresh anointing comes. You see, it's the outlet of the power that has started to flow through you. And something that doesn't flow will never be fresh. It must flow. So when you see water, that is flowing in a river, you, you'll be more inclined to drink from it. But when you see water that is just there, you'll be wondering, because somebody just wee-weed into the water. Somebody just washed his clothes in the water. Somebody just poo-pooed in the water. Somebody just put blood in the water. And the water is not moving, and you're going into that pool, and a dead body just dissolved in that water. You know, I remember when I was, I went on a boat on the Congo River. It's one of the biggest and the most amazing rivers in the world. The, the Congo River. Congo River. And, you know, I i know there are so many dead people have been put into that river. Yeah. I heard that when one of the, they had the president at a point he used to, they used I was watching a testimony of a guy who used to fly the helicopter, and he said they used to put the bodies in the helicopter and fly over the river and drop them in the night and come back and wash the blood from the helicopter. You know, but you see that that river is is still fresh because it's moving, you know, and it's flowing, so there's some freshness. So that's how the Holy Spirit is. The anointing is in you and has come upon you. But the outlet, you see, where it continues flowing out is from the preaching. That's why any time a fresh anointing is announced, and I'm going to show you four places where a fresh anointing is announced. You see that every time a fresh anointing is announced, it's associated with preaching. So I, I want you to become someone who talks. Don't be quiet at all. People need the Lord and are waiting to hear from somebody. And that once you start talking and preaching, power starts flowing through you. Power starts flowing through your life. Real power starts flowing through you. You know, I I, I remember some years ago, I was listening to Kenneth Hagin, and he was preaching, and he said, you know, Sometimes when he's going to preach He doesn't feel anointing at all He feels very dry So he just starts preaching But as he gets on preaching Then he can sense the power starts to flow And then the message starts to flow Yeah So there is power in you And that power needs to flow so don't, don't look at your feeling. I like, I feel that, yes, you are dry, right, But you let it start flowing. Yeah, you are having problem with this and that and that. Yes, no problem. Let the power start flowing. Because the power flows through the preaching. Because anointing makes you preach, always makes you preach. Once you start preaching, the power it, it, it goes down. So keep you need to be talking to people about Jesus. God is going to use you. Yes, some people will just start crying when they are near you Yeah, because there's power in you And and they're hoping that you open your mouth and talk Of course there are some people who say shut up But it doesn't matter The sower went out to sow And some of the people did not receive And the, the enemy stole the word So dear friend Today marks the beginning of your teaching and preaching Teaching and preaching. Receive the teaching anointing. Receive the preaching anointing. You are anointed as a preacher. You are anointed as a teacher. You are not anointed to have feelings. You are anointed to preach. I need to hear you preaching. I need you to start flowing in teachings and preachings. Don't depend on how what feeling you are feeling. Down, let me tell you something. One day I was watching Benny Hinn was preaching about, um, he was preaching about, um, I think something to do with the anointing. And he was, he, had, he was preaching, you know, it was a pastor's conference. And then at that point, he said, I'm hungry, <laughs> and, and he said, That's what he's feeling, he's feeling hungry. And as he was preaching about the anointing, I was wondering, would he not be feeling, feeling the anointing? No, he was feeling hungry. So you you don't have to follow feelings. The anointing is not the feeling you are having. The anointing is either present or it's not present. But I know the anointing is present over your life. And that's why God has anointed you a wild preacher. Yes, yes, yes. You are a carrier of a fresh anointing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, John 20, let's look at the second fresh anointing. We may come back to Isaiah if there's time. John 20, 21, that's the second one. I'll just give you four examples. Now, Jesus said to them again, or let's look at verse 20, 20, verse 20. And when he had so said, he showed them his hands and his side. And then were his disciples glad When they saw the Lord. Verse 21. Then Jesus said to them. Peace be unto you. As my father has sent me. So send I you. You see. An anointed person is sent. Look at verse 22. And when he had said this. As soon as he said I am sending you. you As soon as he said I am sending you. That as my father sent me I am sending you As soon as he said that He breathed on them That was the freshest breath of How many would like Jesus to even speak on you? Ah, If Jesus speaks on you Will not open your mouth to to receive it? (laughs) Yes You open your mouth to receive it And when they have said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. Verse 23. Beautiful. And whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. In other words, people's sins... Being washed away now depends on you. This is anointing. It's anointing. You know, I question people who say they are anointed and are preaching every day what can be preached in Gimpa. You know Gimpa, Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration. If a lecturer in that Gimpa is speaking and you are also preaching in a church... And what is being preached in that place is the same as what you are preaching in the church, in the house of God. I wonder whether you are preaching something that will remove people's sins. What they are speaking in Gimpa is good, very good for education. But you see, you are not anointed for education. You are anointed for gospel talking and gospel preaching. The most important thing is for people's sins to be forgiven. And to be saved and to be changed. Like I am changed and saved by the blood of Jesus. And you are also changed and saved. Now, as my father sent me. You see now. So I send you yeah. Do you want to be sent yeah. So when we step out of here Remember that you've been sent Don't start thinking To yourself Oh, I have not been sent on any mission Because you've not had any country Like Madagascar or Mauritius Or whatever, no Tell your neighbor, stop fooling I am preaching Yeah, Stop fooling, Let start listening Yes As my father has sent me I am also sending you. Then he breathed on them. (sighs) And people were receiving it. People were receiving it. Are you receiving it? Yes. Then now, so he was sent to preach the word. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach. Then he said, just as I was sent to preach, I'm sending you to preach. So, whether you are doing business, whether you are making shoes, we have somebody in our church here who makes shoes, Phil and Joe. The best shoes, they are the best shoes. It was even on BBC. Yes. Huh? Easy World. BBC World, yes. BBC World. Yeah. he's come on BBC from from this church. I don't see why you wear uh, uh, any other shoes. Phil and Joe. yeah, we are, we are all into Phil and Joe shoes. I don't know which other shoes you are into. But we are, we are, we are the, the Phil and Joe shoes man is also a preacher. Yes. So make the shoes and be preaching with the shoes. You get what I'm saying? I didn't say don't go to school. Go to the school and be preaching in the school. Most of you were saved in school people can't be saved usually after school after school they become more hardened after school people become some whale do, do you know why people become some way after school because they are disappointed disappointment makes you bitter if you meet a woman who has been disappointed by a man it's not easy to love her even the, the best man comes to love her you see that there's some iron blades in her soul Yes, some iron blade. She's ready for, I mean, anything. It's not easy to love such a person. That's why you must also know about the past of the person you are going to love. Because when a person comes with the bitterness of life, you say, I love you, baby. She say, "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. And what else is it? I've heard that before, you know. I've heard that before. And the person will tell you, at my age, I don't take nonsense, you know. So, after school, people are more bitter and disappointed. Yes. Because life is some way. Yes. Isaiah 40, look at verse 6. The voice said, cry, cry. And I said, what shall I cry? Well, what should I say? And he said, say, all flesh is grass. What is grass? Something that is weeded easily. Goes away easily. is nothing. And, the, and all the goodliness of human beings is like... The flower of the field Or like the flower of the grass The goodliness of our life Is very small It's very brief You are beautiful for a short while That's why at the time when somebody is proposing To you You have to know that he is proposing to you In the goodliness window pata Zibalaba <laughs> There is just a short window Of goodliness Yes After that window of goodliness You are different But you don't know that you are different You may be always buying new dresses But Charlie there is a difference Even your, Your attitude changes It's like it's crumbling Yes So life Is like grass and the goodliness and the happiness even happiness is in small small portions you know when people are going for the like when when, when animal when they get married I tell them, look, be happy i don't no, no no arguments no headaches even if there's a headache you say in jesus name i 'm flowing <laughs> honeymoon you flow because the goodliness of your life is very small one The honeymoon is a pocket of that goodliness One of the pockets You never do honeymoon again Yes You never do honeymoon again Just enjoy it But you see people arguing on the way to the wedding You see people not happy about something You don't even know what they are not happy about On the honeymoon Except in first love In in 14th love and 15th love, but first love, no. Hallelujah. So, the anointing God is giving you, He is giving it to you so that you will become a preacher to young people who are convertible to Jesus. Yeah. And, and as the Father has sent you, he's sent Jesus. So Jesus equally sent you. I've been sent, you have been sent. You see all the people who are giving the great change testimonies. You think I've ever, I've ever met them? No, never met them. It's people who have also been sent, just as I've been sent. They also somebody sent somebody talk to them, and they are going crazy. But somebody is. Flowing with the anointing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited about that? Amen. So that is the second example of the fresh anointing. The first example is in of Isaiah. We said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And suddenly, he became a preacher. How many want to walk in this fresh anointing? Oh, yes. And some people say, oh, but I went to talk to my mother. She didn't get saved. I talked to my sister. I didn't get saved. Look, a prophet is not accepted. If you want to... Kill the anointing Then go to your family and start talking to them. Yes. A prophet is not accepted in his own house. Most of us are not accepted at home. When I got saved, nobody in my family was saved. And I went to try to talk to my sister, my big sister. Ah, she was angry. You are the people who frighten people about hell. Frightening people. I've heard all this before. Frightening people. Trying to scare people's lives. Scare people out of their lives. Yes. And she didn't she wouldn't want to tear me at all. I tried to, I called them, no, 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 no. One day I went to pray. I, then I started to pray because she did you not receive from me. She did not receive. If you want your anointing to die, go to your family. Yes. But your family will be saved because you are saved. And somehow the Holy Spirit will, because all through the Bible you hear people being saved, you and his family, you and his household. So, so and so, and his household. So, your households easily get saved. But not through you Through your prayers But not through your preaching When they even see you preaching They say you, you don't even, When you go to the toilet You don't flush it yeah. Are you the one coming to preach to me now? What? What? to go to the gardens and I, I would walk around and just pray for my sister. I just pray, Oh God. Oh God. Yes. One day I went to visit her and I said, wow, when I saw where she was, my prayers became more, I was more afraid. I was shocked when God sent somebody to her. I couldn't even believe it. He held her hand and said, I'm taking you to a church. Wow. Yeah. Somebody was like, oh, you are the people who are frightening people. To hell, you are the ones scaring people. There's no need of all these fri- frightening things you say. He held her hand. He said, wear your clothes and let's go. And he took her and she followed him. Like this. Like a sheep. Like a lamb. And he took her. The one who was shouting at me. God has anointed somebody. Accept me. A prophet is not accepted in his, in his house. Those of you who are trying to convert your mother. And trying to convert your father who doesn't go to church. Better get into prayers. God will send an elderly man. Yes. And he led. This person took her by the hand. And brought her to the church. When I saw her more than an evangelist on the streets of London winning people to Jesus, she I've not if I ever remember somebody with first love for Christ evangelizing everybody going on the streets to win people for Jesus. The person who told me that I'm, I'm frightening people and terrorizing people with this heaven and hell nonsense. So, some of you, you've tried to use your anointing on your sister. And you, your anointing was quenched. Bible says quench not the spirit. How many have had your anointing quenched before? Yes. So, as my father has sent me, so send I. Jesus, the Bible says, his brothers did not believe in him. His own brothers did not believe in him. Yes. His brethren did not believe huh? Why Why did his brethren not believe in him? Because I'm sure Jesus has taken chicken from his mother's uh, Stew before <laughs> huh? Yes, it may have happened Yes So your your anointing is going to start flowing after this service. You going to be, you, you people are going and your whole family, your whole family are going to be saved. But I, I don't don't ask me how. I'm telling you that they will be saved. Your family will be saved. Your family will know Jesus. Yes, your family just pray, just commit them to God, and pray that the Father should send laborers into His field. Now the third fresh anointing was found in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. These same disciples, disciples, they had a fresh anointing in John and they had a fresh anointing in Acts 8, 1 verse 8. And he said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you'll establish businesses, banks, and industries. One factory, one district. Hmm? No. You'll receive power. And what's going to happen? You become witnesses. How many want this anointing to flow? Fresh oil. Fresh oil to preach in Jerusalem. So witnessing, witnessing, witnessing. Telling you. Preaching is possible for everybody because if Jesus has done something for you, then everybody's got a story. Everybody's got a song Everyone's a little different We've all done wrong And this day And it's a good thing Change
10: everything Everything, everything And the same And
9: it's a good thing
10: Change
9: everything I like the part Everybody's got a story
10: story. Everybody's got
9: a story. Everybody's got a story. Everyone's
2: a little different. a
10: little
12: different. We've
2: all done And the Savior.
9: his forgiveness I can praise him till the sun goes down I can say I am a witness I was there
10: From my story, all done wrong. Then the savior came, came. and it took a plan. Changed everything, everything. Then the savior came, and it took a plan. Changed everything, everything. Oh, oh, I can sing, I can can sing about his voice.
9: Hallelujah Sit down, sit down, we are finishing You are not happy that we are finishing You want to sing? We will sing just now You shall receive power After the Holy Ghost comes So from today I want the power to flow you know I was a student and I was witnessing. Yeah. Secondary school I was witnessing. Yeah. I was a student and I was preaching. I meet sometimes my converts. And some of my converts are in church. Yes. Beautiful. Huh? Yes. Some of my converts are converts of my converts. <laughs> is it not beautiful? Where is Patrick? Where is Patrick? Ah, oh, he's with Joshua. Okay. Yeah. Converts of my converts. Amazing. You see, I started to let the anointing flow. So the river was, instead of forming a pond, then when you come to the pond, there are so many things in the pond. You'll not be happy. So let it flow. Anybody who is here who is not into witnessing and preaching, I don't want to say something about your business or your work. But what I can say is that there's no river flowing around Whatever. So that's why sometimes when the church organizes something, you just join for that part. So that you help. And push it. Push. Push. And everybody, old or young, we are all reaching to young people. Older people, I tell you, bitterness. They are hurt by life. They don't easily get saved. Yes. No, 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 no. They tell you, come on, man. You're talking about. You be serious. <laughs> huh? you about? About Everybody here. There is power Amen. in preaching the gospel. Amen. In witnessing. Amen. Yes. And your life changes. That's the first drops of the oil coming out. You people said anointing for riches, anointing for this, anointing. You are deceiving. You are saying your imaginations. Yes. Yeah. What is riches? Riches. Jesus said we should look for the true riches. Not I mean, these CDs and dollars. I don't waste my time looking for CDs and dollars. I'm looking for Jesus. Savior of the world. Is he the savior of the world? Wow. So the first anointing came. And then in Acts chapter 2, look at verse 4. 4, 4, four. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Continue. 5, 6, 7, 8. Quickly. And the day that were dwelling came... Out of every nation, you see, nations are going to hear of you. Now, when this was noise about the multitude were confounded, because they heard every man speak in his own language. So their tongues, people were understanding their tongues. Yeah, I've had many times where people have understood my tongues. Yes, and even these days when we use Google Translate on the tongues, we start to see the, the meaning of what you are saying. Yes, many times I've been uh, speaking in tongues. People take the phone, you know Because this is a young people's church So it's a technological church We don't need to meet somebody from Turkmenistan To know what you are saying When you use Google Translate Then they will tell you you are speaking Siberian language They will tell you a country that you've not heard of Kashata It's a high tech church We use technology to interpret tongues It's amazing Yes is it not true? What were some of the interpretations? Asukata, asukata, was, um, direction. oblique direction, oblique direction, and what again? Anuma, anuma, anuma. anuma. to beg, to, beg. To, beg. To, supplicate. to to supplicate. I was praying and I was saying anuma, anuma, anuma. So somebody check Google Translate and it means to beg. So I was begging the Lord. Wow. And what again? Chisabango. What what, what what did it mean? It meant
3: you are knocking. Knocking. In which language? I have forgotten the language. Ah. Uh, where is it?
9: No, no, no it means knocking. So, as I was praying, see the prayers were a form of knocking. I was knocking on eternal heavenly doors in the spirit. That's why people say I receive it because you never know what is being said. Maybe something is being said. Yes. So, they continued speaking. Everybody heard them speaking. Put me back, please. Acts 2. They were amazed. <laughs> oh, these people, they are from Galilee. Look at the languages they are speaking now. Verse 8. How we hear every man in our language wherein we were born. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia. People in Cappadocia will hear of you. Pontus and Asia. Wow. Phrygia, Pamphylia. These are all countries in Egypt. In the parts of Libya about Cyrene. And strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes. Cretes and Arabians. crates are Greeks. And Arabians. Middle East. Asia. Everybody. Libya. Africa. They were all there in Jerusalem. And we hear them speak in tongues. The wonderful works of, our, of God. Wow. And they were all amazed in doubt. Saying, what mean is this? And others mocking said... These men are full of new wine. Ah, look at somebody. But Peter, the denier of Christ, three times, standing up with the eleven on his side, lifted up his voice and began preaching. And he said, you men of Judea and ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. Now he was strong, eh? He was flowing The Holy Ghost was now flowing out of him After denying Christ three times He was now A man who was not afraid He had seen Jesus Being murdered But he had seen Jesus rising from the dead And Jesus had told him Peter feed my sheep So he was now commissioned Jesus breathed on him in John 20, 21 And then in 21 told him Feed my sheep Talk to my people Fresh oil was on him And he had now received the Holy Ghost again. And now the Holy Spirit was flowing through him. Don't be thinking of money. Think of preaching. Think of sharing the word. Don't look at your personal life. Your life is not so good. True or not true? And then he said, these men are not drunken, as you suppose. It's just the third hour. Wow. But this is that. Then he started to quote some scriptures that he knew. Charlie, don't you know one or two scriptures? How many know at least one scripture? When you raise your hand, I can call you. So, how many know at least one scripture? Everybody, I want to see your hands. If you know a scripture, excuse me, I'm coming this way. I'll choose one person. Some were putting down their hand. Some were putting down their hand. Everybody has raised their hand. What scripture do you know? John 3:16 at least. If you don't know any John 3, what does John 3:16 say? That whosoever should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Can't you say this scripture? Ah so you see, when the anointing started flowing, wow. Peter now was able to recollect a scripture wow. that he knew. Wow. Yes. Wow. He has been reading scripture. This is the first time we heard of Peter quoting scripture. The first time he was taking a sword to fight. Wow. Yeah, I love it. But God hasn't given us anointing to go and fight, He's given us anointing for preaching. Preaching, no. preaching. Teaching. Wow. Verse 18 and 19 quickly. And on my servants I will pour out my spirit. The next two quickly. And the sun shall be turned into moon, into into darkness. Continue. 22. You men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus, you see, he started to preach with Jesus. Bible says in Acts 8:5 Philip went down to Samaria and preached Christ. Just talk about Jesus. Don't talk about your church. Don't talk about anything. Talk about Jesus. Just talk about Jesus. Tell people about Jesus. Jesus, Savior of the world. Jesus, our Savior, is our lover. He's the lover of your life. He's my lover. Jesus, the Savior of the world. Amen. Wow. And whom God has raised up. From the dead. Having loosed from the pains of death. And then he was quoting another scripture was coming. For David speaketh concerning him. I saw the Lord before my face. He is on my right hand that I should not be moved. Continue. Therefore did my heart rejoice. He was quoting more scriptures. Thou did not suffer my soul to stay in hell. Now his scriptures were coming. Because when you start preaching... Initially you don't know what to say you say oh you men of Israel this and that, and that but now the, the anointing is flowing and then the scriptures are coming up. John 3:16 John 1:12 Romans 3:23 Romans 6:23 it starts to come out of you because it has been there since you were in primary school Next verse Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Yes, thou shalt make me full of joy. Wow, continue, 30. Hey, he was preaching a whole chapter. Now the preaching has anointing has come and he can't even stop. Therefore, being a prophet, and he seeing this peak of the resurrection of his Christ, so that his soul was not left in hell, neither did his flesh see corruption. Jesus stayed three days his flesh didn't dissolve. Wow. This Jesus has God raised up from the dead. And you see, his topic was not economics. His topic was not how to have success in your life. He was not trying to show people how to be rich. He was talking to people about Jesus. Therefore, being by the right hand, God has exalted him and has given the promise of the Holy Ghost. Jesus and the Holy Spirit. I'm talking of anointing. Yes. Next one. Continue. For David is not ascended. His scriptures have come again. Sit down on my right hand until I make thy foes thy feet too. Next verse. Therefore let all the house of Israel know that God has made that same Jesus. His topic is Jesus. His songs are Jesus. His songs are Jesus. His topics are Jesus. No one is wiser than God. No one is wiser than the Bible. Jesus, the savior of the world. Jesus, the savior of your life. Jesus is my savior. I have nothing to offer you, only Jesus. Paul said, I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now, when they heard this, when they heard this, oh, go back please. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. And they said unto Peter, to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Now, when we leave this service, you are going to see the signs of the anointing on your life. And what is the sign of the anointing? People will be pricked in their hearts. That's the sign that the anointing has come. People are pricked. They, They get touched. They get, That's right. they get touched they get touched they get touched where is the brother who got touched at the candle in the dark camp come here he was touched you were taking drugs till your head was exploding uh, yes please prophet yes please
4: I was, we were doing all types things we didn't even know where it was um because they were made in labs in China. And we didn't know what it was. We just saw the, the packet. It looked cool. So we were like, ah, let's smoke this.
9: You just smoke it.
4: Just smoke but it. But at man.
9: the candle in the dark camp.
4: Yeah. It was when you were going around and talking to people. And I just felt, I felt, I felt pricked. I felt pricked in my you heart. You felt pricked I, in yeah, your heart. Yeah. I, I, I was standing on one of the seats towards the back. And I felt like I could just start crying there and then. Because yeah. I was just seeing how Jesus not only had saved me, but he saved so many people.
9: Wow. He was pricked in his heart. You see, to be pricked is a, is in your heart is a, is, a, is, a meta, is a metaphorical way of explaining that something touches the heart of a person. Yeah. And, and you see, when you are anointed, you preach People are touched. How many have been pricked in your heart when I preached before? Huh? I, 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 have you been pricked in your heart when you... Yes. And it may be the same scripture that you've read. You've read it 468 times. Isn't it? Has that happened to you before?
4: Yeah, I was watching a message of you preaching in Singapore. And then you brought up John, no, James 4, 4, which talks about... Friendship with the world making you an enemy of God. And I was prick. Pa. He was prick.
9: Pa. And when you were prick, pa, what happened?
4: Well, I sent the message to um, two of the leaders in my center. And I was like, we need to listen to this. We, we need, need to this.
9: listen to this. Yeah, Beautiful. So f- from this service, you are going to feel... That anointing flowing through. People will, te- people will say, wow, when you preach about this, when you preach, I I, I, know, I, I felt some that felt convicted and you'll be changed. Hallelujah. The signs of the anointing. God bless you. Sit down. Sit down. Now, tell your neighbor, you are taught when you preach, are people pricked in their hearts? Ask him, you are tall When you preach Are people pricked In their hearts Hmm. And the last Fourth anointing is in Acts chapter 4 Quickly Acts chapter 4 Verse 31 This is when The disciples went out And they were arrested for healing somebody, and as they were arrested and they were going in Acts chapter 4, when they had prayed, the Bible says, when they prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. That's the anointing. And what happened when they were filled with the Holy Ghost? What's the effect? What's the effect of being filled with the Holy Ghost? I'm asking you, is it is it is it is it getting a new car? What what is it? They speak the word of God with boldness. Yeah. Preaching. Yes. Preaching. Preaching. So I am sending you with a preaching anointing on your life. Yes. And I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something that I want you to remember. You know, in the future, some of you are going to be on platforms. You know, you'll be talking to large crowds. You'll be preaching to many people. You'll be healing the sick. But, But I want to tell you something about today's ministry. All your stories will come from this time. Yes. You see, in the future, you will have stories. You'll be telling people one day, this, one day I saw this. it comes from this season. Most of my stories are from this earlier season. When I was listening to Kenneth Hagin talking in the year 2001, and he was giving a story from 1952. 1952, 1939. 1950. So your interactions with people, you never forget them. your preaching experiences. So, this era of preaching and talking and talking one to one with people is part of your training. And it's a very important part of your preaching because it's going to be the basis. All your stories will come from this season when you were a young person, talking to people, people reacting to you, people saying no, people saying yes, people doing. All that is from, is, this is the era. And in the future, you will stand on stage. How many have heard me telling stories? I was casting out devils. The demons said they were going into, into a chicken. Have you heard me telling that story? It was when I was in secondary school. Yeah. All your stories will come from this time. Don't shy away. When you shy away from this time of working, you are missing out uh, the golden cream of your ministry. Yes. Your, your, your stories of conversions And the responses And the reactions of people They are from this era Where you as a young person Talk to people, engage people Sing, preach That is it Let it flow Let it flow Many people are going to be saved through your life And through your ministry That is what it means to have a fresh anointing Jesus stood up and he said Hey, the spirit of the Lord is upon me What does it mean? He has anointed me to preach. Jesus said, breathe on his Sabbath. As my father has sent me, I am sending you in the same way to preach. In Acts chapter 1, the Bible says the Spirit came upon them. And Peter stood up. Wow! And started preaching because the Holy Ghost, a fresh anointing had come upon him. And in Acts chapter 4, another fresh anointing came when they were praying. And when they when they the Bible, when they had prayed and the place was shaken where they were assembled together they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and what happened they spake the word of God with boldness verse thirty two watch your ministry stand up everybody watch your ministry watch your ministry outside inside no one should be on your phone there's anointing here I tell you there's anointing here what happened verse thirty two and the multitude of them which believed were of one heart Lord of multitudes who believe I said multitudes will believe Ah, Neither of them said that anything that they had was for them Verse 33, watch it With great power I see great power in your life Great power, great power With great power The apostles gave witness of the resurrection And great grace was upon them all This is the power that is going to be on your life This is the power that is going to be on your life this is the power that is going to be on your life. With signs and wonders, you will, you, will, you, will, you, will, you will minister. I remember about, uh, it must be, what is 94 to now? 94 to now is what? 25 years ago, I was in a room, a small room. I, I, I don't want you to ever shy away from your small preachings. Yes, I was in a small room There were not more than 18 people there 13 to 18 people And I, I was preaching You see, but I was trying to flow in the anointing I, I felt very dry How many have ever felt dry when you have to talk? Ish? I felt cold. When the weather is cold, you feel that the anointing doesn't work. When it rains, you think that God is a God of the dry season. Because it is raining, the anointing cannot work. And that day, I felt very dry. I felt cold. I felt everything negative. And I preached. And as I felt, as I was preaching, I could feel the anointing flowing. Every time you preach, the anointing starts to flow. Even today, when I came to preach, I was, I was feeling I so tired. But as I'm preaching, I can feel the anointing. How many can feel the power? Yes. Now, when I finished preaching, and I heard the Holy Spirit speaking in me, pray for the sick. Because yeah, I had just started praying for the sick in my life. And then I said, I won't pray for the sick. Because there are too few people here. And nobody can be healed in this 16, 18 people In a small room So I just ignored the Holy Spirit I said, Holy Spirit, stand to the side I'm going to this side So I continued Oh, thank you Father Then I heard the Holy Spirit speaking to me again If you don't pray for the sick I will kill you Yes Yes, I tell you I've never heard that was the first time and the only time I've heard him saying that he was was going to kill me. And I stopped in my tracks. I said, no way. I'm not going to die because of somebody's some small embarrassment. Let me just be embarrassed. How many are ready to be embarrassed for Jesus? So I said, okay. Whatever your problem is, and I look at these people, very healthy young people. Nobody is sick here, and I've been told to pray for you. So me, I'll pray for you. I don't care anything about you. So I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, heal the people. Whatever it is, whether it's a headache, cold, whatever. Amen. And I was standing there, and I said, now, the moment of disgrace has come. So I said, if you are healed, Come. Then I was standing there and a young man came to stand there. I said, yeah, what is wrong with you? He said, I was blind, this eye. My eye was blind. Totally blind. He said, I've never, never seen in this eye. And when you prayed, my eye opened. And that's what I'm coming to testify in front of 18 people. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And I realized why the Holy Spirit really wanted me to pray. Because he was taking me on in the ministry. Yes, he was training me. And I was looking at people's respect and embarrassment. If you look at respect and embarrassment, you will never work for God. Yeah. And that's why I say that it is your small meetings, that little group, that little attempt, that little pressing through, that's, that you will never forget, those will be all your your stories. You'll be telling people stories, they will think you were, you were preaching to 1,000 people. But no, no, you were just 13 people. Yes. What am I, one of, can I think I have eight visions? 1950, 1952, 1958, and so on. Just between 1950 and 1958, he had all the visions, the main ones, of Jesus, of Jesus himself. One day I was listening to one of them. Then I heard the details. He said, oh, people didn't come to church. They were just a few people. Just a small crowd. So he said, that, uh, it was like, they should all come around and pray. So he told everybody to come and stand in front around. So they just formed a circle at the stage. That's when the vision happened. He ascended. He had to come up. He left his body and went up. But just a few people. They said, oh, well, let's pray because it has rained. And no, people have not come. Don't hold back the anointing. Some of you here, I see the word 40. You are going to have 40 people following you. They'll follow you like sheep. Yes, 40. 40. Everybody's going to have a generation of 40. 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. 40. People who listen to you, people who you've preached to, people who are converted. Yes. Yes. And no more will you allow the anointing to be quenched on your family. Yes. Lift your hands up and receive a fresh anointing on your life. Father, thank you for the freshness. Every job we will do from today will include preaching. Every job we do will include preaching. We worship you. We thank you. And we praise you for the anointing. Taking a deep breath and receive the anointing. Receive it. Receive it. Thank you. Thank you for your power, the anointing that is on everyone here now. Receive the Holy Spirit, He changes your life right now. He touches your life right now. His power is on your life right now. He changes your destiny. He changes your business. He changes your work. He changes your school. He changes your family. He changes everything. By his mighty fresh presence on your life. Father, thank you for a fresh gift. A fresh anointing. Just thank him right now. Thank you. Anointing, anointing,
10: for on me. Anointing, for on me. Let the power. Sweet a night Lord, let the anointing follow us. Yeah. Sweet anointing, sweet anointing,
9: follow me. Let the power. lift your hands. No, no, lay your hands on your belly. Out of your belly shall flow rivers.
10: Touch my heart. Touch my heart. My mouth and my hands. Fill my life. Lord. Oh, yes. Every part. Come on. And let the power of your Holy Ghost fall Holy Ghost. on me. Come on.
9: We thank you for this gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit the gift of the anointing of the Holy Spirit let everyone here be anointed with the grace to talk about Jesus to win many and change many lives and change our own lives also thank you that we'll never be the same again, thank you that we're walking in the river, in the power that is flowing, the power of the Holy Ghost we love you father and we thank you lord in the mighty name of Jesus and it shall come to pass that as the spirit flows through you and the anointing flows through you you shall say to yourself I am a blessing to somebody but indeed you shall be a blessing to yourself for it is the land through which the river flows that is watered and that is blessed. So, from now, as the Spirit flows through you, remember that you are the one who shall be more blessed because you allow the river to flow through you. For you are the land through which the river is flowing, the anointing is flowing through you, and therefore you shall be more blessed than even those you think you are being a blessing to. So, rise up, my child, rise up, my son, rise up, my servant. Let the anointing flow through you. Ah, for I give you a commission. I send you, I send you, I send you to allow my spirit to flow through you and minister life to many, 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 many. For you shall be a light. You shall be a light. You shall be a light to your generation. You shall be a light, a shining light. your generations ah, you shall be a source of freshness a source of freshness a source of life to many for I called you before you were born even that's why you found me so young because I called you before you were born I called you before you even became a little child that's why you found me as a young person because I called you before you were born I chose you and I've ordained you my child to serve me, to love me. I'm ordained that you would love me and serve me and follow me. Thanks. Lift your hand and thank him right now for his mighty power you, that is released in your life. We love you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We, love you, we thank, you. thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus. Thank
12: you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you
9: hallelujah you may be seated in the presence of the Lord beautiful how many are excited to be in the house of the Lord how many are receiving the river flowing through you so beautiful now Jesus is here and he's saving and I'm going to pray with you to be saved every head bowed every eye closed if you are here today you want to give your life to Jesus wherever you are. You want to say, Pastor, I want Jesus to save me today. Raise your hand where you are sitting, and I'm going to pray with you right now. I want Jesus to save me. God bless you. God bless. Just lift it up high. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. All right. If you've lifted up your hand, stand up and come to me. Actually, let's all stand up again and come, come to those of you who've lifted your hand so many have lifted their hands, come I want to pray with you, quickly come, come come right away, I want to pray with you I want to give my life to Jesus
10: give him your life today come on to Jesus give your life
4: to Jesus, quickly
10: let him Come on to Jesus, come on to Jesus, give him your life, give him your life today.
9: All right, say this prayer with me, say Jesus, please forgive me for all my sins, close your eyes, close your eyes, say Jesus, have mercy on me. Accept me as your child. Please wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. I receive Jesus as my savior today. Please write my name in the book of life. Jesus Jesus. from today. today. Say Jesus Jesus. from today. today. I will serve you. I will follow you. And I will obey you. I am your child. I am your child. I am born again from this moment. And I will follow Jesus for the rest of my life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. I want to give you one of my books. How to be born again and to avoid going to hell. God bless you. Now when we close, all of you who have my little book, come to this salvation corner and I'm going to, we are going to come and pray with you and your life will never be the same. Amen? If you have my little book, come to the front on this side when we close. We are closing in five minutes. So quickly, as soon as we close, you'll be there. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. It's time for communion.
10: eat this is my body which is broken for you drink this is my blood which was shed for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed Whoa cup of blessing which we bless. It's the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break.
9: Hallelujah. It's the now listen. Hello? Hello? How many know that Jesus Christ is not only word but his power. Something intangible. That is tangible Now this I want you to believe As we take this bread And drink This cup That something That is not logical Are you with me? Something that is not logical But something that is Is supernatural Is going to come Into you today do you believe what i'm saying what a blessing so we are going to take this bread jesus said this is my body meanwhile he was holding bread and his body was here and he was holding bread and he was saying it is my body how can this bread be your body when your body is here and this is the bread so it's not logical it is supernatural and it is by faith So I need you to believe that as soon as I pray, it will not be bread, but it is the body of Jesus Christ. That when you take it, something supernatural will come into you. And the same thing goes for the wine. When we pray over it, I mean, how can you say this is my blood when your blood is in your veins? So it's a supernatural belief that something has been converted into a spiritual thing. And it's a blessing to you. Stand to your feet. Father as we pray over this bread we believe in this moment that it is converted supernaturally into something supernatural the body of Jesus Christ now any part of our body including our faces our skin skin our kidneys, our liver any aspect of us that is not good even our brains that are making us fail exams as we take this body we thank you for a body transplant we are receiving the body of Jesus Christ into our body and we are healed of every plague every disease every curse and every problem, the body of Jesus Christ. Now, the blood. Anything in your blood may be too much fat. Too much this Too little of this Is going to be con- corrected When we receive this You are receiving A supernatural blood transfusion Now as this blood enters you Whatever is bad about you Is being corrected by the blood of Jesus You'll never be sick again because of the blood of Jesus You'll never be cursed again because of the blood of Jesus The blood of Jesus is wiping away all your mistakes All your problems All your pain All your broken hearts All your disappointments They're all healed By the blood of Jesus May you live long because of this blood you're about to take I'm giving you the blood of an old man. The oldest. He was in the beginning. Everything was made by him. Without him was not anything made. Receive the blood. The blood of Jesus. Savior of the world. now lift your hands for your blessing Father thank you for the children you have given Lord thank you for your power as you have come to mountain of the Lord some of you will be going back I declare your journeys are blessed. Every journey is a blessed journey. Whatever you didn't have when you were coming, supernaturally, I place it in your hand in Jesus' name. Every empty tank is declared full in Jesus' name. The negative things of your life are replaced with the blessings of God and the positive things of God. Anyone who pitied you in the past cannot pity you anymore. You are going with an anointing. You are going with a blessing. Your life is a blessed life. From now, anyone who comes into your presence Will feel the power of God amen. Will be drawn to Jesus amen. Will be converted amen. And will be changed amen. Receive power I receive, it. receive grace I receive, it. receive mercy I receive, it. receive the healing of God In the name of Jesus amen. Let me hear your loudest amen, amen. Whatever you didn't have Whatever you couldn't buy. Whatever you couldn't lay your hands on. Whatever was running away from you. Is coming into your hand right now. In the name of Jesus. I see the victory. Being given into your hands. From today. You are declared victorious. Supernatural power. Is in your hands. You are declared a gospel preacher. Amen. I said you are declared an anointed gospel preacher. Amen. Receive the teaching anointing. Receive, receive the teaching anointing. Receive, receive the preaching anointing. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Power. From on high. Is given to you. now as you place Jesus as the number one thing of your life I declare that all other things shall be added to you in the name of the Father in the name of the Son in the name of the Holy Ghost begin from this afternoon to receive Things you have not sought, but God is adding unto your life. Let me hear your loudest amen. Amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. Amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. amen. Give the Lord a shout of praise. You may be seated.
10: Lord I want to follow you I want to serve you Jesus Lord I want to be your favorite child I want to please you Lord This world is so very dark Everything is not what it seems to be But I want to be your favorite child Oh Lord, I feel drawn to you Lord, I want to seek you I'm coming closer and closer to you. I'm trying to feel your presence now. Lord, I want to be your favorite child. So I'm coming closer and closer to you. Amen, amen. I want to live my life To feel your presence now, Lord. I want to be your favorite
12: child, so I'm coming closer and closer to you.
10: generation of Christians it's responsible for this generation of souls lost people matter to God so they must matter to you the command has been to go. Most of us have stayed at home. Jesus, Savior of the world. Jesus, Savior of the world. All you gotta do is tell the world, tell the world, tell the world, tell the world that Jesus saves. Tell the world, tell the world, tell the world, tell the world. Jesus saves And thou shalt bring forth A son And thou shalt call his name Jesus For he shall save his people From their sins Jesus Christ Savior of the world No one has the right To hear the gospel twice While the rest of the world have not heard it even once The spirit of Christ is the spirit of missions The nearer we get to Jesus The more missionary we become Sympathy is no substitute for action Christ died for me, and no sacrifice can be too great for me to make for my dear Savior. Oh, oh Jesus, Savior of the world. Oh, oh Jesus. Savior Tell the world, tell the world, tell the world, tell the world, tell the world that Jesus saves. Tell the world, tell the world, tell the world, tell the world, tell the world that Jesus saves. And thou shalt bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. Christ savior of the world we talk of the second coming of Christ while many people have never heard of the first coming why are we keeping silent about the good news if you found the cure for cancer Wouldn't it be inconceivable To hide it from the rest of the world How much more inconceivable To keep silent about Jesus Christ Savior of the world Let's tell the world about Jesus Savior of the world The one needs to know about Jesus Jesus said.
1: have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Daguerre Mills, please visit our website at www.dagwoodmills.org. God richly bless you.
6: See tonight, the next
12: chapter of The Bachelor journey begins.
0: Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to
12: ya. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless.
0: Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? i have dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's
2: no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The
12: Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on
7: ABC